Hello everyone, this is Crystal Barnes, and you're listening to the Live Free Podcast with my man, Mike Maxwell. Thank you to the lovely Miss Crystal Barnes for doing this episode's intro. I'm Mike Maxwell, and this is the Live Free Podcast. Uh, Thanks to everybody who's been sending in the intros. I do appreciate it. They're coming out super cool, and I'm starting to build a collection of them now. So make sure you listen in and check to see if your intro makes it to the beginning of the show. I plan to use all of them. Um, Like I said, I'm building up a little library of them, so each new episode that I do, I'll I'll throw one in there. Um, Today's guests are the hilarious Mr. Ari Shafir, Freddie Lockhart, and Tony Hinchcliffe. One Voltron portion of the Death Squad, most of which have been on the show, um, except for Rogan, is a, I think maybe, and I guess Duncan Trussell too. He was actually supposed to be uh, on the bill with Ari and Tony uh, for the show they just did at the La Jolla Comedy Store, which I did a poster for, which we talked about um, on the show. Uh, but unfortunately, he had another gig that weekend and couldn't make it. Um, he was actually out in Ann Arbor, I believe. So uh, Freddie ended up doing the show, which was super cool because um, I've wanted to talk to Freddie as well. So um, one door closes and another one opens. So I, I, it's I like Seinfeld. It's always breaking even for me. So that worked out perfect. Um, we talk about Tony's facial hair, Freddie's portrait, the Cleveland show, Biggie. Ari's beautiful eyes, staff infections, Marley spliffs, commitment, Jew curls, bumble and bumble, comedians and hairlines, aging presidents, worldwide revolt, Gaddafi, Occupy Wall Street, New World Order, representational democracy, walk in the talk, bitch ass Russians, soccer mom blogs, and Mota. So as always, make sure you go check out the website, MikeMaxwellArt.com. Click on the blog and you'll get all the information about each guest that's been on the show. You can also find all the information about me. You could follow us on Twitter at LiveFreePodcast on Twitter. I really should be focusing on trying to get uh, the follower numbers up on that. So if you follow me on Twitter, go follow the LiveFreePodcast too. I'll, uh, I'll put it in the next follow friend Friday friendly fingering thing you can also donate to the podcast over there of course you'll find the donate button floating around each and every blog entry just about unless it has to do with my art anything to do with the podcast you'll find that that paypal thing click on that you could donate a little skrill to the podcast any little bit helps um keep this thing afloat i always have uh gifts and things to send to the the donators. So I got t-shirts. I'm actually run, starting to run really low on t-shirts now. They're all about out. So it would help to get some donations in to go buy some new t-shirts and get those things printed up and out to the public. So do that if you if you have the capabilities. If not, this thing's always free. You could download them on iTunes. No problem. This episode is sponsored by Individual Clothing. Make sure you go check out their website at indvsl.com. So, with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ari Shafir, Freddie Lockhart, and Tony Hinchcliffe. Alright, so we just got high. We can pretend like it's a start of a podcast now. Uh, I guess we could, we could set the scene. We're in the uh, comedy store condo. Freddie Lockhart, Tony Hinchcliffe, and Ari Shafir. I um, 
I, uh, my sister works at the comedy store and asked me to do a poster for the show that's, that just happened. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was dope as well. Last night yeah. and another show tonight. Um, Duncan Trussell was supposed to be on the show. Yeah. So there was a little uh, change up. The second you finished it, I got an email from him. <laughs> like, oh, I can't come that week. Yeah, which I, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. I put about I to a week and a half of painting into that thing. So I probably, you know, although it worked out, right? Yeah, it worked now, out. Now we got the opportunity to do this. Yeah. So um, That poster is the coolest thing ever. Oh, fuck yeah. And the Thanks. way that you made turned Duncan into Freddy, it was amazing. Yeah, well, I actually had to do a brand, which Just you saw the, the piece. Yeah. I, I did a brand new he painting on a piece replaced. of paper and then got the Photoshop magic. And then going. gave him a fucking kick-ass mustache. Right? Yeah. I said I told him last night he should really grow that fucking thing. I told him the same <laughs> thing. He thinks too. that he can't, but it's that it's that deal. You got in you got to you got to get past that part yeah. where you think that it isn't going to happen yeah, and then it, it happens after that. You can't yeah. psych yourself into having body hair. No, it's not body hair. You just have never swam past the buoy. And that's the thing. Exactly. It's like if you don't look, look at Rick Ingram when he swam past the buoy and just said, "All right, I'm not shaving it for a long time." Look what sprung up. He looked like Wilford Brimley. I they bet you got just as much facial hair. No, so there's some people that just can't grow facial hair. Which, but there's people who can grow it. But how long have you grown? It is the question, though. Like, how? When's the longest you've ever gone without shaving? When's the last thing you've a month without? Because you'd be surprised. Like hair, facial hair. I've never not gone a month. Without see, that's shit. the thing is, facial hair does weird things after a while. It's like it starts to grow other tears that wouldn't have grown. Like when I grow my full beard, yeah, like it fills in these spaces. It grows into things. It's like, granted, I got I have, a really thick beard. I have four patches. Right. Two right here in the Fu Manchu position. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, for some reason, there's two over here, like little dimples on, yeah. in the middle of well, my Well, see, cheek. here's what happens is they connect. The they show up. As, they get, as the hairs get older, they get wiser. Yeah. And they figure things the out. The Pangea. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to else. in the early stages. Hey, can we do this, Tony? Can we go? Can, I know and, and you a got month. a job, and you can maybe get away with this. Grow, grow a writer's beard now. Just a Keanu Reeves, unapologetic. If it, if it looks like the Aleutian Islands, fine. One Fuck it. One full <laughs> month. Shit. One full month. Like less islands yeah, it, it, you know, one full month. Don't, don't like touch it. But, but, but go past that month, because what happens is hairs that were suppressed will come out. You'll they see. Will. You'll no. see a starting point. You have point. gay you'll hairs that want to come out. You guys are crazy. This no. Is three this against is one. Totally you have three true. Three beards yeah. looking at yeah. you. Yeah. Very, very beardly <laughs> men are telling you this, but we're telling but you two can have a beard. Happen. Just try it. Why try it. Who you knows guys are so pro beard. It's unbelievable. Oh, come on. It's, it's, I'm telling you. We want the best for you. Listen. You, you haven't gone past a month. Once you go past a month, new grass pops up that hasn't got to ever pop up. How is that possible? Because there's slower growing hair. itself. How could that be physical? All right, so possible? the human hair I grows. I don't think Tony will grow. It won't. I, I can look, see where it won't grow. You're not going to look like <laughs> Al Borland, but you're going to see that it'll, it'll, but it'll I bet, get more depth no, to it than you ever did. No, it'll look really, really bad for a month. Yeah, That's but what's gonna happen. go for two and months. Then I'm immediately shave. Go for no, three months. No, you look back for 28 days, and then it'll suddenly look rad. Give us a commitment now that you'll you'll do this. Can, swear you, to please? it, in blood. Swear well, to it. Swear to it. Swear to it in blood. Because we want you in the beard game. We think you've got a little <laughs> something under there that, that that you might not know about. You just haven't given it time. You gotta let that. You gotta let that nest. You gotta you gotta build it up a little bit. It's gonna look like somebody threw a bag of Hershey nuggets at my face. Go two months, and if it does, then we'll be like, okay. <laughs> but the, but what if you look awesome? <laughs> What if you look awesome? What if you look like Errol Those Flynn? Those little pictures of your big hair, that looked great. 
Yeah, I know. That's the headshot that they have at the comedy store. <laughs> Dude, they can't. Ever I was really trying to get your fro to to pop out in there. And you know what? I think what happened with you, like your face looks a little different in the painting than mm-hmm. it does in the drawing. Like mm-hmm. the drawing looks a lot like you. Yeah. But because the back of your fro got cut off, oh right, the, like just in the the, the d- juxtaposition, yeah, it, like elongated your face. It's so weird doing portraits. Like just one little slight. Difference makes it look like somebody completely different. As I try to get loose and make the beards get fucking wild and the hair get, get wild, and, you know. I do. I draw. I used to do a lot as a kid, and I, I always did a lot of self portrait because I'm an egomaniac and, and a narcissist. But um, uh, I've never seen anybody capture me as well as you did. Like in that picture, like even like this little hook in my nose that I don't admit to myself that I have, <laughs> but I do have. I'm like, no, look at that nose. But it's like right. you, you got. The things I deny, the things that I know, like the little things, even the freckle on my eye. My girlfriend's like, look, you the got dot, your freckle yeah. on your eye. Yeah. I was like, God, that is fucking good. It's one of those where it's so good. It's like, yep, yep, that's absolutely me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's making me want to do more drawings, like focus on doing some pencil drawings sure. instead of doing so many paintings. Like yeah. the painting almost looks like Rollo's dad from uh, the Cleveland show. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah, Rollo's yeah. like deadbeat dad that comes and shows up. Like, <laughs> right. Who exactly I auditioned like for, him. funny enough. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, that's fucking creepy. I also did, I did for Cleveland. I gave him my Biggie Smalls voice. Yeah, what's up, son? Oh, uh, man, I got, I got something for you, actually. All right. I wasn't sure if you were going to be here or not, but... Oh, sweet. A Biggie Smalls jotted down. Write your rhymes down, nigga, or your grocery no list. What is that? It's a Biggie Smalls grocery list list. I've been trying to sling that fucking painting Dude, for, like, years. That is, like, so that is fucking dope. Oh, that's yours? Yeah. That is dope. I like, sold more notepads than I have... Wow. Write your rhymes down, nigga. That is <sighs> fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? Peanut butter, eggs, bacon, sausage. No, it's funny. I th- it seems like, um, and this is something that sort of comes up on the podcast a lot, is how different creative avenues that people tend to be a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Um, and like drawing, like you said, you used to draw a lot. And the one of the answers to that is like, who do we see the most? We see ourselves the most, if, as opposed to being like, that sort of, uh, you know. But we have this idea of ourselves versus what people really see us as. Sure. But, I mean, in terms of uh, how you structure, like, line work into, like, knowing where a face, oh, like, right. where things geometrically go. Yeah. Like, you look at yourself in the mirror all the time. I always re- I always re- remember that the distance from here to here is the same from here to here to here to here. Generally, for uh, most humans, it's like if you go like this, it's the same distance to here to here. And so I'd always use these, but then it's like certain people don't quite fit into that. And yeah. like, then you're like, oh, wow, you're not too good looking. When you start to draw somebody or then you start to realize it's like it's not even so much in, in Hollywood. It's not about good looking so much. It's about facial symmetry. Facial mm-hmm. symmetry gets you so much work. If you just have balance in your face, you look yeah. even on both sides. Yeah. Well, that's what, what our I mean? brain naturally looks for that in like finding attractiveness. Right. Beauty is defined as, as symmetry. Just but like, as an artist, I I realize how rare that really is. It's rare, but also the little nuances and idiosyncrasies can make beauty. Like Jules Tooth makes her fucking cute to me. You know what I mean? A lot it's of people like say that I'm, I'm beautiful. <laughs> I think you're a handsome guy. I think you're a, 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 a tall, dark, and handsome. All right, you got nice eyes. You got you look like you remind me of the guy in Heat. Remember the the villain guy in Heat with <laughs> no. the beard, the oh. biker trucker dude. Anybody? Uh-uh. Is this thing on? Some fucking character actor, but he, he had beautiful eyes, like what Ari. Just these he beautiful eyes. 
It just intimidated men and killed. Oh, yeah. So uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, hey. That's so a, unsettling. Uh, that's a response of the wax. Were, the wax makes weren't you, weren't you um, uh, offering up Tony, your penis, into his asshole a little early? <laughs> no, he was offering up his asshole. It was kind of like a cat thing. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. you want this penis, don't you? It was like a cat. You, yeah, can you, den- not, you cannot deny my asshole is showing. <laughs> the way that I You were leaned over lean typing over. in your computer. Tony is built like a cat, isn't he? The way that I lean and type just so yeah. happens to look like... Like a, You're even lower. I think you were ass. down on the ground because you were typing. You were on your elbows. I'm very zen. Paul Mooney would have loved to have seen that. Oh, nigga, get in the bathtub. We're taking a bath together. <laughs> so you guys both have jujitsu training, huh? Yeah. We both get staph infections, apparently, too. Yeah. And I want to stick up for you, because I know a lot of people talk shit about you being a dirty motherfucker on the interwebs of why getting staph. Yeah. But I shower right after every oh, yeah, class, sta- no, and I've got happens. it twice. It's if you have an open wound and it's, a, yeah, it's any available. Yeah, sort of scrape, if it mixes with somebody else's scrape, it's not your type of person's scrape. And you get you some, you gotta go get antibiotics. Yeah. People who play football get it if they play on turf. My dog, um, I, my dog had it recently. Six hundred dollars staph infection. We had to go get it cleared up. I'm like, where'd she get? It? They're like, who knows? Yeah. She has it. We'll get yeah. rid of it. What happens when you get one? It goes to your heart. It and starts die. to infect, and it starts to look like a zit. Then it starts to look bigger, like a spider bite, and then it starts to go bigger, and it starts to hurt. Like if you touch it at all, it starts to really hurt. And then at some point, if you don't treat it at all, it becomes in- infected and impacted, and it starts to enter like your bloodstream. And then it's like super hard to fight. You had this real serious version. Yeah, I I didn't have have it into my bloodstream or anything yet. But that that leads to MRSA, which is the antibiotic uh, resilient strain of staph, which you can't cure. And that's like uh, Randleman. Has a there's a picture online oh, yeah. of Randleman has a big open hole in his uh, armpit, like into that's the, what'll make me rough. Stop right. it! Uh, but I got impetigo, which was uh, like the <laughs> same <laughs> thing, same thing, yeah. but I, it was on my face. Are you getting sick? <laughs> you don't look too swell, so fella. That's so rad. If, to like, make a comedian like buckle over like his that, his body language is just speaking volumes right oh, now. It's I mean, so he just great. Said that the guy had a staff. It's going through me so too. Bad he had a hole under his. I'm arm. like, oh, like, Jesus! There was a port into his body. I'm grossed out. How much do you have to ignore some pain to uh, to let it go that that's far? That's some 1800s right? shit. No, nope, I had it on my knee this. and I was limping. Oh. By by the end, I was like limping because I couldn't even walk right. Um... But it wasn't nearly that bad as that guy. He oh, just ignored dude. it. Mine got in my beard. Ugh. Sucked. Then spread. I had a guy, the guy. Give me another reason not to grow a beard. <laughs> well, I don't no, think I yours could harbor it. a staph infection. More like a, <laughs> more like a little uh, uh, cold, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, hey, let's go back to that beard thing. Will you give us two months? Just, Just two give months. It seven months. Why would I want to look bad for two seven months? Because you know what? That's how confident you are. Things. That's how confident you are. It I've would t- look ridiculous. I can wait. There's not people in Hollywood who don't look ridiculous. When I go, you look amazing. When I, when I go on a nice vacation, I, I won't touch okay. it. Okay. No, you're not going to do that. Yeah. But couldn't you work it like you're playing a part, like you're preparing for a part or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. For the notable yeah. part that might come. Like living it? All right, I'm going to repeat this one more time, <laughs> just so that you just, understand. Just 14 months. Come why on. I'm not going just to go do to this it. time next it's year? Because the amount of facial hair, yeah, that I can that I shave off. And by the way, yeah. I have to shave it every day. Really? I shave every day because the four dots that come in yeah. come in long and fast and hard, just like you guys have. 
all over your but faces. Here's the you, problem. You, you think you've just... smoking it out right now. <laughs> you, you oh, have, yeah, you, I'm so high. Why would you do that? Unless you guys it's just for the warmth. Unless it's just for the warmth alone. Why would you like that joint up? I'm warm. I'm warm. It was just given to me. I figured, why Why not? It's it's like a seven course Gosh. meal. Oh. It's like yesterday. We just ate, but I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. We started our date like, uh, like Ari picks me up and he's like, I'm like, have you eaten? He's like, no. And so we're like, oh, let's just get a little bite. Our little bite is two Philly cheesesteaks, and uh, we gobble those down. Maybe an hour goes by. Maybe yeah. we smoke. You know. A, a couple of fucking bags of dope. You guys want some candy? Yeah, and you, I'm like, we gotta get candy. <laughs> Actually, candy you should. Turn into bag of donuts and cookies and candy and all sorts of things. I got, I think he got taquitos. Pino, I bought some crazy Mexican thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. We went all. You, you got the the crazy bimbo Mexican yeah. bread, <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> like if you've never heard of it and it sounds amazing, candy. it's gonna suck. Yeah. Oh, and peanut but and peanut butter it. infused um, pretzels. Yeah, this guy gets a banana. Yeah, a banana, like a chump. That was a weird idea. To pick their water source of bananas or whatever kind of air is going around in that little neighborhood. <laughs> Whatever's been absorbed through that skin. That breathing banana. See, if you talk to Rick, he'll tell you. I didn't know I could grow a mustache like that until I committed to it for months. Because, yes, human hair grows half an inch a month, but not all hair. Some hairs are just like, I grow much slower, and some hairs are, I grow much quicker. So there might be hairs under like, oh, nigga, just give me a chance, Tony. Hit, go past <laughs> yeah. that one so month are point. are you saying that... Some hairs have to double do some hair. Do, you, do the three of you have chest hair? Yeah. Yeah, but not that much. Just a little... Yes, I do. Yeah, quite a yeah, bit. You yes, do. I do. So all three of you do. Yeah. I don't have any chest hair. Okay. Why well, not? I'm not Zero? saying. Why look, not? Why? I don't well, think Rick Ingram does. I've I've heard a few different theories. When will your on balls that? drop? Because you haven't let your beard grow. That's why. why? Oh, why? maybe. I hear is that Northern Italians don't grow a lot of body hair. Right. Also, I have some. Uh, I have some Indian. Hey, Mike Moreno. Hey, Mike Moreno. Indians. Yeah. Indians don't grow body hair. Yeah, the Indians, Indians don't. don't. They grow really? measly, pathetic beards. And I literally <laughs> can't grow facial hair, guys. But you've never gone past that. Keep remembering that when I'm. But I guess what I'm saying is this. always are shaved in the in the movies. You, you can't conclude that until you've gone six months. Then yeah. you can conclusively say, I yeah. can't grow a yeah, beard. Yeah, that's true. If that, you go six oh, months, you can get into a good place. If this you was a debate, a really good place. kaboom, haymaker, balls in so, your court. Let me explain. So I have hairs that are like a, like, um, like a half inch or something. I have new hairs that are growing in today. That are starting now today, and they can Even already learn what the older hairs have learned. This is a weeks of growth, but you see right here, I have these these patches. They'll fill in in two more weeks. They'll just fill in. They're just slower, but you got to commit, baby. There's something under there. There's a yard waiting up. Just oh, Tony, oh, you know commit what? to it. So a whole new world. I sh- actually, I don't even shave the right. areas that it doesn't grow. So right. technically, I have been letting it grow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This area here. So you're playing hopscotch with the razor is what you're telling me instead of just one felt swoop. I don't oh, yeah. buy that for I a go, dollar. Pill. I go clink. I don't buy that for clink, a dollar. That's way more clink. tedious. No, no, way more here's tedious. Here's what I'm saying. I do it every day, by the way. Here's what I'm saying. Those hairs you feel? grow, the ones you do grow in. I can tell by the stroke. No, I, you can see it. There's no hair at all there. You can see it. You feel that? That little thing right there? Look, I can see right here you can grow a fine chin hair. What are you talking about? You could look like a French poet, dude. That could double yeah, over. That could, the ones on the side sure. could grow yeah. extra long. Look at that. You could get a double curl over. Yeah. That. yeah, but this could grow 
so big. Get that search for animal shit. That that That's shit. what happened to me, Dad. I get it. I get it. I'm the young guy. You we, guys want to see me have an ugly, go through an ugly No, no, scare. we don't want to, it's not ugly. What this will do is be like, you know what, you're so confident in yourself, and I know you are, it's like, I can get bitches looking like a fucking homeless dude. That's what I'll do. Look. Just for a while, commit to it. But what if you look amazing? What if you turn out to look like that's, fucking amazing? That's what I thought about when I grew up my hair for yeah. that little uh, five, six month period. Sure. And uh, it got really long, yeah. and it turned out that... You looked horrible when it was big. It just curls all up into itself. It like it's, it's just a bitch, mop, yeah. And it was falls. flat, and I have thin hair. Yeah. I was weird. ready to go, it got weird. and it was all terrible, and I committed to it, because I'm like, maybe right. maybe it'll, mm-hmm. maybe it'll fall into that. a good It just place. wasn't good. And it just wasn't there the whole time. I feel you, kid. Must have gone through 50 commercial auditions while other big-haired right. dorks were booking things. I feel you. No, I, I totally feel you on that. But what you have to do with the facial hair is you're, you're going to look good with it. I can see you have on your chin alone, you have enough hair to grow a fine goatee. But just let it all go. Just say, fuck it, man. This is not just the, think beyond the beard. This is an exercise in confidence. I think that's I can a good point. I'm, I'm remembering about that, that hair. I thought it would get better. It never did. It always flopped down. I'd say don't grow the facial hair now. Thank you. Yeah, I'm it's gonna look terrible. Look at this guy flip flop. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, think, uh, I just finally met, hit me. I was the like, only yeah. one wearing flip-flops. From a viewer's <laughs> perspective, I think your hair works really well uh-huh. on stage. Oh, you should have seen it when it was full. To like oh, accentuate some of like when you scream, like those uh-huh. moments where you like really freak out and like spaz the crowd. Yeah. Like those cur- my girl who also has curly hair wanted to ask what you put in your hair. Like she wanted to get some like beauty tips from you. So maybe girls are talking about how beautiful yeah. really is. I use bumble. I use... get beauty tips from Ari. Well, she has curly hair and she obviously hit, conditioner every bouncing. time you shower, and um, then when you got a shower, um, bumble and bumble. Bumble yeah. and Bumble? No. I use Bumble and Bumble your... products. Nikki, my girlfriend, was, yeah. is, a, is a hairdresser. Great line of so hair products. Brand. It'll mist it. But here's what I use. No. I, when I had hair. Stop putting your hair on. Go from the bottom out. I left. I used oh, that Paul Mitchell, the conditioner. That's what it was. $50 a, bottle, or 50 bucks yeah. a bottle. The product. Products like that, if you have thinning hair, it just makes them fall out. It's filled with chemicals. Yeah. I saved mine with the product. Yeah, I'm about to. Uh, I'm about to need to take it. I saved mine big time. Tea water run and go get me three years of pro <laughs> Nice. All mine did was uh, erode a little bit on the sides, but it was like I can still grow a pretty nice full head of hair. I was happy about that. But I, again, <laughs> if I go full swollen, I'm the same way. I can. The light gets through it more than it used to, and it's like fuck. I have to accept that. I accept it. Hey, let me ask you something. Uh, I trust you. Yeah, I accept. I know you can yourself. You could be a dick. Over you could be Donald Trump. You could spray it in. Oh yeah, anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. You could, you could deny yeah. it, but I'm like, I'm gonna embrace it. I have a nice shaped head. If this gets ugly, you know, I, I can see it through. Is there a correlation between the job choice and the hair line? No, I think it's more of a genetic thing, really. But I, would I, you but say that there's stress applied to it? My sister did a, a thesis paper on that comedians actually exude just as much, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, the adrenaline as a firefighter does in his profession. Yeah, bitches. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been telling you. American yeah. hero. <laughs> like that same, that same, and it's not to say that obviously we're not saving lives, but that same peak meters reach. But in a way, we're doing so much more than them. Exactly. Because while they're, uh, we'll come home to you. Is the best medicine. Yeah, we'll come home to you at night, baby, and not smelling like turpentine either. But like the whole thing is, it's like we still we exude that much heart pounding because of what we go through. Yeah, let's keep it going, man. Uh, that much heart pounding from what we go through. It's like 
you know, I, I and it could wear. Like, look at Obama being president. Look what it did to Bush. Look what it did to Clinton. I mean, they, they're getting fucking. They're accelerating oh. their age like that, like quick. Oh my god, it's so hard. You know? I've been I've been thinking about that a lot actually. Like, are we seeing that the job is that high stress, or are we actually yeah seeing, it's all we, the time? Yeah. But listen, are we just witnessing that age frame where the, it's that shift from your? But a lot of people stay the same age, looking for a while. But you know yeah. what? Here's the thing: is you probably to me more eighty-seven, and she still looks great. It's safe let's to say, say we have an eight-year president. Yeah. You see that period from whatever. He'll how be old white you have hair. to be? To, you have to be 40, thirty-five years old to be thirty-five to run for president. And most of them are, you know, fifty. About, he's the second so youngest to Clinton. How old is he? No, he's the second youngest to fifty. Uh, he he went into office, I think, forty-eight, and I think forty-seven was Kennedy. It would, so but it's like it's over. Youngest. It's over three years. We saw. But here's the deal with the so no doubt the stress. You see Obama on TV every day. And you see the difference. Yeah. You know, that's something amazing. If you can oh, see yeah. it every day yeah. and you're still seeing the difference, yeah. it's safe to say he's on television every single day. And every single day I'm like, wow, he's getting older and older. He's getting older and older. And by the time he'll, he'll get reelected, just because that's what you do. You reelect a guy who, there's a war going on. You got to. Uh, he'll be white. He'll world. have completely white hair by the time he's out. Mind you. And he'll look like Colin Powell. And that's what the fucking job does. And it's what it did to Bush. And it's like, I don't care if you serve good, bad, or ugly you're going to fucking have stress on that job. And it's not even so much, oh, I'm the country gung-ho. It's like, I want to do good at this job and get my own library and, and have people like me. You know, that would, that'd would that be nice. They all want to have that. Well, you know, the LA Times, I think today or yesterday, the the headline was, all troops out of Iraq. This, when? This, this year. When? This year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Which year. is too much. Yeah. Home of the holidays is so... Yeah. That will say, see now he's going to start when he's going to get reelected because he's going to keep bringing you things. Home like, of the holidays. Here's all the troops. No, back. but then the election's ten months away from that. They'll forget, and the news cycle's twenty four hours. But he'll keep bringing us things. Oh, by the way, what? Uh, I don't know what what oh. else have we been looking for. You know, oh, yeah. well, that confuses me. Like, okay, let's say you do move all the troops out of there. What is the rest of the all that we're not really seeing? Yeah, so like, who's, who's going to hire them? There's no jobs here at all. I know. They're going to come back with post-traumatic they stress They better not disorder. start open mics. Uh, and, and, and no jobs. But you know what Tony and I were talking about yesterday? And I don't follow the Mayan calendar or religious at all. What? But, like, there's a real, like, the, you see the whole world shifting right now. And you see all these people overthrowing their governments. And the vibe is moving to the Western world. I pre- predict there's going to be, like, a fucking coup. Like a major one. Everywhere. It's hitting the world now. Like the world is starting to say, hey, we got more power than our government. And if they can get together and get organized, but it could also get ugly because the people who want to take up arms might see it as an opportunity to. You know, like it could very well lead this, all this, you know, Occupy Wall Street, Occupy every city. It could lead to serious like, hey, let's go run the fucking Congress out of Congress. Let's go get them out. Well, that's what I wonder if Gaddafi's death is making anybody scared in, like, New York. But my question is, is that, you know, it was NATO who was really in there killing Gaddafi. It's often portrayed as, like, this people's movement, like the people rose up. Right. But typically when that happens, it's usually, like, CIA, CIA, you know, seeded. Well, planted the seed and let it grow into something so their hands are sort of clean. Or sponsorship war. You know, you'll, you'll sponsor a country like, like, like the Russians sponsored Cuba to point nukes at us. It's like, oh, it's not us. It's the Cubans. It's like where they get fucking nukes, dickhead. Yeah. They yeah. live in huts. So I wonder, I, I, I wonder if people, if, if that's not the case, and it was like a people like uprising, 
it's got to scare the fuck out of those dudes. It, it it always points back to, I mean, I don't mean make everything sound like a fucking Tom Clancy novel, but it's always a seed planted. The government always plants a seed among the people. Plants, not even just a, a like a seed per se, but like a, a, a word, like, hey, Spread the word. You know they'll 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 drop propaganda. They'll, they'll 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 spring these things into action, but it's been hitting. They call it Arab Spring, but it's going everywhere now. Everywhere it's yeah. hitting. Yeah. And what's to stop the entire country from rushing New York, rushing uh, Washington D.C. Say, like you know, uh, gay rights have the rights. Like we'd be legal. We're writing new laws. This is the whole new fucking era. A new world order. I think is coming. Pe- no, most people would say no. Don't rewrite the laws. I don't want you to rewrite the laws. Most people are against that. Okay, but but the ones that are getting active, though, is what I'm talking about. And people are getting active, and that's the thing. So, okay, you're against it, but everybody who embraces technology are the ones yeah. being active right yeah. now. And that means yeah, they the generally cool, have the cool a liberal people, sense of yeah, mind. Yeah, the cool people that we like. So all the people you're saying, they're just going to sit at home and go, no, we want due process, we want it the same way. No, well, we should what? all just break off. We're bum-rushing the fucking the, the, the government now. And that's, I think... What you're saying is something that I've been talking about a lot lately is we need something other than a revolution because revolution by definition is violent. It yeah, takes plus, more what in, I'm worried about. Plus, if it gets violent, those are the people with the guns already. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried it, about this an is... occupation? Yeah, right. An Just the word in it. Yeah. yeah, right. See, that, that, what is that? I guess what I'm worried about is like this whole, this, this mind frame is coming over here and it's just like you said, what it's now going to do is the people who want to take arms, it's going to give them a reason to. It's like, oh, New World Order? That's what I'm saying is New World Order's coming. That, you know, it's coming. Yeah. And because of technology, it's, been, it's real peaceful right well, now. Like, I hey, really we want new think, things. I, to be honest with you, I think Texas is going to bail out in a few years. Secede from us. Because the occupation thing, the Occupy LA, Occupy Wall Street, I think that's going to go on. But what's the what's the idea? What do they want? What's they have, the vision? What's the specific details of... Uh, well, of they, have, well I think they have these demands of trying to... And big businesses being able to give money to campaigns, basically, is their biggest thing. Um, they passed a thing that the Supreme Court passed that you don't have to know how much Exxon or any big oh, corporation sure, how much is they giving to any to these candidates, any any one of these candidates. It's the biggest cover up of them all. And people don't even know about it. It's like crazy you, that you, we're, you're it's patronizing crazy. somebody. It, it's, it's unbelievable right now that I'm even like telling you guys about it but that's how powerful the big power structure is that they'll block you from everything right i think the um, bottom you can't find any of these demands that th- these people have that they're talking about on city hall on the internet because the truth is that there's there is a big power out there and you know they're all over it they but like what, it, what, it, what but what are so they that people don't know what they want what do they want to change though and what do they suggest like to me it's like okay if you're going to occupy you better come prepared with number one we don't like what you're doing and now we have something to implement that or to put it in place of that. What's that idea? Are they going to take over? Yeah, I, I think the bottom line and is that, that they really want they really change. want representational democracy because because none of our our Congress members really represent the people. They Republic. represent the yeah. corporations. But, but so what the bottom going. line is now they let's hmm. say we don't have a, a set lineup of how you do that but i think representational democracy has been their thing like that's why they have the votes down there it's why they have like the the speaking set up the way that they do it's all about being representational and like having one voice matter right where right now it feels like i mean at least to me and a lot of other people it's like my voice doesn't mean shit like i vote just like it feels like i'm just doing it just to do it sometimes you know what i mean like 
just be, to say that I at least voiced my opinion, even though I don't think it even fucking does anything. Well, it's like, yeah, there's the lobbyists and the corporate interests, and it's like you're saying, it's like, yeah, we have to stop that. But I guess what I'm seeing is that, that, that Occupy thing, it's, it's, it's picking up, but, you know, after a while, the internet can't necessarily, it's so broad, it can't suppress what their, their one notion is. You know, Tom Morello was talking about it on uh, Bill Maher, and, 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 you know, he, he was being suggestive about, you know, running out or holding responsible because nobody was held responsible for this whole banking debacle. Not a, not a single person. You know, matter of fact, they're all still there. And so it's like, okay, you get so-and-so out, but who do you put in and what do you change? Because it's like most people don't even know how it works and don't even care. And to me, it's like there's nothing worse than when a bunch of people are just joining the cause that they're not even fucking sure about. You know, it's like it, I hope it picks up steam. But at the same time, it's like I could see it going like, let's bum rush them. That was a big issue here, like the the Occupy San Diego. I went down one afternoon and, you know, surveyed the scene. I was going to go down and talk to some people, see what was up. And it was basically like 75% of like downtown's like degenerate, like down and out scene. Like the fools that hang out on the trolley line that are looking to like jack people when you make the wrong turn on the corner or something, you know what I mean? So there was a lot of that. And I, uh, what else I saw was that there was a lot of um, suffering there. And there was people who were just suffering in general. And even if the whole, cause, the whole movement made a change and caused a, a dramatic change tomorrow, they'd probably still be suffering a week from now. Because there'd be something else. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. There'd be something else that isn't right in their life. But really, a lot of times it comes down to us. How many and I think that's what that? all the like Republicans and strict like line conservatives are like well be responsible for yourself and do these sort of things and it always sounds condescending and bullshit and shitty when they say it Uh but to a certain extent if you could look at it from a perspective of how is this affecting my mind personally Uh then then we could look at it from a, a very different perspective so like my sister came up to the house the other day was having a bad day or something we were talking through her stuff or whatever my stuff and I was like, think about this moment right right now. Like, is anything wrong? Like, how perfect? Like, we were having a nice discussion back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you pay attention to this very moment, nothing is wrong in the world. Sure. Now, you could think about what's happening overseas, but that's, that's overseas. Like, right. our mind right now, right in this moment, is a very different thing. So, like, those people, I think, a lot of times are going to keep finding that thing. Something to be angry about. But here's the difference, though, I think, is what I do appreciate. And I don't care if they were Republicans or Democrats. And I like that they're Democrats and liberals. They're walking the talk, though. Sure. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, so much of our generation, the past generation, is like, you know, ah, fuck it. (laughs) That's what happens. But they're actually organized and they're actually walking the talk. Now, what talk they're walking, I'm not quite exactly sure yet. But I really hope it, it's like, you know, it, it shows that the teabaggers who, this is what you're actually about. Why aren't you down there? You know, this is the very thing you profess to be about. You know, uh, get rid of big business. You know, what was it? Uh, taxation without, no taxation without representation. Like everything you stand for, they're down there doing and you're not a part of. Matter of fact, you're bashing it. It just shows the back, backwards assness of politics, then at least they're down there doing it. For once, Democrats and liberals are doing something. Well, there's, a, there's a cop star joining with them. 
Did you read this story about the hipster cop in New York City? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I read headlines and then I just assume I get the whole story. (laughs) I just judged the book by the cover. I'm like, oh, cool. Hipster cops are doing that. Okay, cool. I've kind of made a notice, like, lately. I I feel like art isn't that controversial, right, at this very particular moment because of how uprising and all the the shit that's going on everywhere. But Uh do you feel like kind of like it's almost like normal everyday people are kind of getting that sense of being an artist where you're like well fuck it i'm gonna make my own way do my own thing and make my own decisions as opposed to like get in that fucking carpool lane and drive to fucking work and clock in and do your eight hours like it seems like people are realizing that there's another sort of way of life there's yeah. there's a renaissance going on but i think it's too who you surround yourself with it maybe. Sure. You know, there's an awakening out there where it's like, you know, women's hair looks better than it's ever been because all these beauty secrets are available to them online. You know, just little (laughs) things where the industry is now available to you as a person, you know, for whatever you want. But for the most part, it's probably who I'm surrounding myself with, just people who are a little more open-minded, a little more want to try things. But I promise you, you can travel to towns where, you know, what you just said, it'd be like, what did you just say? You know, we don't care for that. I think think the longer the Internet's around, the more people just get... The ideas from everywhere else. There's exposure. Yeah, there's more exposure, and then they just become normalized. You know, and it's like globalization, and it's a good thing. It's like people are saying it's a bad time. I think it's a fucking great time to be alive. You know, disease, the the most feared of diseases are becoming chronic illnesses. You know, everything you ever wanted is in the palm of your hand. You're plugged into the fucking matrix with your phone. You know, it's like it's all here. It's all here. Everything for you to do is here. You can learn anything. And it's like people do fucking the world, the war... You know, you know Freakonomics just did a, a episode about how right now is actually the least violent time in it all is, human like, history. Yeah, it's the least violent. Crimes down everywhere. When's the last time you heard somebody say my car got stolen? Nobody's car gets stolen because there's all sorts of things on there that prevent that. <laughs> well, you that's, know, that's, um, that's exactly the thing is that the media is a big. You know, it's very powerful. They have that sky is falling, and they want you to think that. It's like in the 50s when people were digging fallout shelters, and then we found out the Russians were actually just bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they were just bitches the whole fucking time. Bitches? <laughs> Bunch of bitch-ass niggas. Then. Do they, something. They just kept chicken-necking us. What? They never did. What? 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 What America? It almost seems like they're trying to distract yeah. us from something. You're, you're going to go to space? We're going we're, we're gonna to go to space. You, you went? Okay. We're going to go further. But it's like it's all. It's like you were saying. It's 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 perspective. It's like, you know, times are, are always shitty. Think if you were eighteen in nineteen forty two. It's like oh, I think I'm gonna go. To, you're going to war. No, but I had plans. No, you're going to war. <laughs> yeah. But no, I had this. No, you're going to war. Yeah. But you know, you had no fucking choice. When people were like the economy. Think if you lived in the goddamn uh, the Great Depression. It's, I was listening to uh, uh, an animals track. <laughs> I think it's an animal's track. I'm, I might be fucking it up. But, you know, it's some, uh, a song that came out, like, mid-70s. Yeah. Uh, 21st Century uh, Man, I think is what the title is. I'll okay. put it in the blog so I remember. Uh, and basically, he's singing about the same shit that we're all singing about now. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, talking about now. Sure. And it was just in his time period. Insert and name here. I think, Ro- I don't know if it was you and Rogan talking about it recently, maybe it was Duncan, that it's like, almost like, as our life progresses, like, as as our life starts to end, it's almost like the world is starting to end a little more, mm-hmm. you know, because it's our experience of the world, it's almost like, I say it a lot, that we all experience 
uh, Genesis and you know end of days in that we all experience our first our first time on earth and we all experience our last time on earth you know so it's like if you look at those stories like biblical stories and put them into the sort of uh, metaphorical context of day-to-day life like what our point A to point Z is yeah. you know it's easy to make that that correlation of what like the end of times is near well as yeah as you grow older sure. it seems like fuck this world is coming to an end but the reality is it's just it's just coming to an end I, for you I, I can say this and for me I, it's strange to see a millennium change because it's like you could always be like oh the 50s the 60s the 70s what chopped it up and made it skewed is okay 2000 to 2009 was one decade and and now this is a new one but it's hard to even define these two decades from each other it's just the 2000s i guess it's like it yeah. just all kind of blends into one where we used to easily be able to define that was the 80s that was the 90s that was and so that's one thing that kind of lost somewhere that and then the technology it's like yeah, okay, youtube came in halfway through the last decade and right. changed everything by the end of it yeah <laughs> and it's like 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 how and, and and I'm sure I'm gonna look like a full ten years from now, but how can this thing get any thinner? How can it? You know what I mean? Like what's next? This is amazing, but I've never said that in the '80s. Like wow, man, that speaking spell. Woo, boy, they've really gone places. For me, I think uh, it almost seems like we have such a good record of everything now that even though I I understand everything is moving exponentially mm-hmm. as we go. We just have a really good sense of what memory is like now, because typically, if something was written in a book, that was the only way to remember it. Sure. You know, now we have we have a a yearly marking of our day to day lives. If you look through Facebook and Twitter, if you decide to go back a year, yeah. you could see who you were a year ago, and a lot of times you're a fucking different person. But it's also made everybody Same with these very... podcasts, right? Yeah. Like leaving a mark of who you were at, yeah. at one point, which could easily change a week from now. Which has inundated a whole lot of the people who shouldn't be doing it. They're like, moms, I'm going to start a blog. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are? Oh, oh good. I, uh, you the, are the world's waiting. That. The world's just dying. To, just dying. Um, but that's almost but everyone's, everyone's becoming their own self-historian. But you know what? You, maybe you, you are right about that idea that you said people are. There is an enlightenment, an awakening, a renaissance, and I, a, a more sense of uh, autonomism among people. Now with the internet, but some are embracing it, but a lot are doing this. A lot are leasing it, their thoughts out to it. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to remember that's online. I can look it up. So to me, a kid's study habits today aren't like ours, where it was repetition, repetition, repetition. Right. Now it's like I don't need to know that. I can look it up. Yeah. So it's like now they don't know things. It's like they lease it out to the internet. It's like well, I don't need to know that. I can look it up. But that then makes you, I, if anything, just not a very eloquent spokesperson. You can't you can't speak. You can't opine on things. You can only go look them up. Right, you got to use those. Two, you got to use those those brain muscles. Yeah, if you're not, you know. But like, I probably just like, sound like an old idiot. Here's how lazy I get sometimes. Again, it's like we're just looking it up too. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's say there's yeah. a blog that I want to that I don't want to sit and read. I'll straight copy and paste it into text edit and make text edit read it to me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that type of laziness. It yeah, I guess. I, but I guess. But well, all of us at least mm-hmm. absorbed enough information to a certain point before the internet dominated our lives because. It wasn't around when I was in high school. I yeah, me neither, right. It was a novelty if you had it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. That's... I had to type my senior um, paper. I remember having to type it. My dad had like a word processor that would at least type like you could go the whole line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was made like so almost easier, a computer. It just, yeah. it just needed to grow a monitor. You had to have written it out, definitely, in your uh, like long, longhand. Is that what it's called? Shorthand. Shorthand? No, I definitely feel blessed to have like got that. 
that non-internet period of time. It's got to be so strange but, to be a kid. But you know something, though? I feel if, blessed. Why? But, but here's the thing, though. I <laughs> yeah, see, just better. to know, just to have a frame of reference. But there's a reference also, for some dead fucking lifestyle. Really? Like, people keep saying, too, that there's all these dumb people. There's some brilliant fucking kids out there, though. Have you seen gotta kids be. like who could play the guitar, the little Chinese kid or whatever? <laughs> like, maybe we're just more exposed to that. <coughs> but it's like, you don't have to be a dumb kid today. You could be the smartest fucking kid ever today, There's, you know, if you wanted to be. Yeah, the opportunities are much more broad. You and I wanted to know something. We had to know how to use the Dewey Decimal System. I remember yeah. Dewey. <laughs> yeah. I remember but that. like, why anymore? That's not... That's yeah. what, nah. You want to look it up, fella? Look at the microfiche. That'll tell you. Oh my goodness. Imagine that. I still use the shit out of the library. I get all my books and all my CDs really? and DVDs from I, the library. I system. was thinking about going to sign up for the Studio City one. Their hours are literally like they're open like two hours a day. Oh yeah, because of like furloughs and stage closures. Just long enough to herd the homeless in and oh, out. Yeah, I was like, the library used to be open like all the fucking time. Gah. <laughs> um, they should have like, a website to where every newspaper ever is on a like a database, and you could put in like. Names or something, and or like at least read every newspaper that's ever happened. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. If, it, if it's not out there, it's not right. Especially with all the papers mm-hmm. dying, because if you're not yeah. the New York Times or the Post or the Globe, you're gonna die in the next five years. Well, you hear what's happening with all the medical marijuana stuff around here. They're going after the like small rag newspapers, like City Beat and Reader, and oh really uh, for being like for putting yeah for putting all the ads in the wow. back of the things. And it's all that, it's either that to or everybody. there's escorts. It's that, escorts, and phone sex. Yeah. So. But I mean, I guess that is. I'm always, I'm always amazed when people like, those things are actually hookers. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like ads out like that? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Sometimes they're like Nobody massage shits or whatever, but. It's not in the New York Times, it's some fucking free reader. Yeah. But the city's going to go, the city, the city district attorney, who's this evil fucking cunt. Yeah. She's going after all the she's going after medical marijuana at every spot where it's not going to circumvent the set laws. Yeah. Well, like uh, from school zones and such, like all that. Well, yeah, they don't really give a fuck about that. They they sent letters out to a ton of of property owners right. and just told them if you don't evict these we're medical taking your property stores, away from we're you. Take your, we're we're seizing you, your property. I'll tell you this, in LA it's gotten out of hand. Like, we talked about this. It's gotten a little out of hand. There's just sometimes where it's just absurd. But I don't even like, mind. When people say that, it's like, why? What do you mean? They're just going to open up as many as can make a profit. Yeah. But uh-huh. it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not just places. thinking for myself, though. I am thinking, like, okay, if I am raising a kid, and mm. all of a sudden three of them pop up right yeah. across the street. Sure, you don't want to like, do that. It's like, god damn it. It's like, I love pot. I love it. But it's like, I don't need it everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's become to the point where it's like, it is becoming absurd. Yeah, sure, it's got to be a lot everywhere. And so, but I don't think they should necessarily have to close them down. It's like, all right, just relax the law so we can do that. But it's like the people who do it need to have a little respect. Or just zone like, it. Yeah, zone it. One per city block, not per mile. One per city block. There's one what do you mean? Like, shopping center is, that has three. Like, what does it affect, though? If they're just growing pot. But the thing yeah. is, it smells and you can, it, and there's an element that comes with it. You know what I mean? There's definitely an element. If it's that's, everywhere, then they just stay I mean, where they, they are. are. They're pretty, they're pretty low-key. Well, I think what that next step is, we gotta, we gotta stop with the sort of, uh, the way we view marijuana, eventually. Well, yeah. They'll get so much cheaper. There'll be, there'll be tons of places opening up. They'll lower their prices. I mean, because we all we're know that all the, all the propaganda about it is bullshit. Everyone oh, yeah, pretty much realizes that now. Yeah. 
I so have no short term memory. We anymore. have to stop vilifying it. Yeah. That's from the wax, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm literally be in the middle of something saying passionately. I, I am constantly that. losing my short term memory. Yeah, I don't so know awful. if that's wrong anyway. Does that ever happen on stage? Use it no for some reason. No, it's long term memory on stage because yeah. bits I've done for way too long. <laughs> uh, you, you know what I use that that note feature on my iPhone a lot now, like an old man. I just right. post a note. Way on my too long term memory. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do the thing where you start talking about something, then you go down some alleyway that doesn't lead back to the main road that you started on. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then you can't remember where you started from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll happen. You just get too deep, and it's like where. Yeah. What the fuck was the point? We were of doing that? that on Cheezer's podcast the other day. Luckily, we were on the tape. We we're like, what, 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 what? I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. That's what's nice about these: just recording them, grabbing all the yeah. all the Check goods, the putting it on there. So you guys gotta get ready soon. Time I think it? we got about an hour. Should be good. Yeah, what time is it? Right? I don't know. I think it, feels like... it feels like it's been six o'clock all day from this overcast. It's five twenty. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for doing the podcast. Thanks, Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks right. for having me, man. Do over Thanks the, the recorder dap. Thanks for the painting again, man. Your Heck shit's yeah. great. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks for the shirts, man. These are awesome. Swell. And the painting again. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Beautiful artwork. You're the best, Mike. Thanks, brother. So that was my chat with Ari, Freddie, and Tony. They all have E, e names. Um, make sure you go find those guys on Twitter. I really didn't do any plugs at the end. My window's open, so the cars are going to get loud right now. It's a bummer. Um, yeah, make sure you go check out their stuff. You can find Ari on Twitter at Ari Shafir, A-R-I-S-H-A-F-F-I-R. You can find Freddie Lockhart at Freddie, F-R-E-D-D-Y-L-O-C-K-H-A-R-T. And Tony Hinchcliffe at... T-O-N-Y-H-I-N-C-H-E-C-L-I-F-E. All those extra E's. Crazy fucker. That'd be fucked up if I spelled Hinchcliffe's last name wrong, even though I had to paint it on a poster. Anyway, you'll find them. So go check those guys out. They're all super funny. And if they come to your town, make sure you go see them and tell them the Live Free Podcast sent you. All right, my friends. Again, go check out my Twitter, Mike Maxwell Art. And the Live Free Podcast Twitter at Live Free Podcast. Um, and check out the website, MikeMaxwellArt.com. Click on the blog, get all the information over there. All right, love ya. We get high in backseats so